Hello and welcome to Amra Circle. I'm your host Deeksha and I'm so excited to introduce this platform that brings parents, educators and experts together to discuss all things parenting. For we all know it takes a village to raise a child. This podcast will shed light on different issues, questions and topics relevant to the early parenting community. Enjoy our musings every week as my team and I take pressing parenting topics and break them into 20-minute episodes. Subscribe to Amra Circle on Spotify or Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you never miss an update. Children's books are more than literature. They're a portal for children into an alternate universe. It might be tempting to think that writing a children's picture book is easier than writing a full-length novel. However, a picture book actually requires all of the same major storytelling elements that a novel does such as well-drawn characters and an intriguing plot, just in a much smaller space. Children's book authors methodically begin with the storyboard, develop characters, flesh out the story, design the illustrations, and finally piece the puzzle together. Parents can keep all these elements that make a good book, such as story, characters, and illustrations in mind, while picking out a book for their child. previous episode on Amra Circle, we spoke about books for children, the role they play in a child's life, and how parents can go about choosing them. We discussed what to look for in a book and also the work of a few authors. For our today's episode, I'm beyond thrilled about the opportunity to chat with a very special guest, Mr. Ashok Rajagopalan, the author and illustrator of the Gajapati Kulapati series, which is about a big, gentle temple elephant. Ashok Rajagopalan is an Indian writer and artist for over 500 children's books. He's also known under the blogging pseudonym Kenny Wordsmith. Rajagopalan has also worked as a graphic designer, freelance cartoonist, and has contributed to the children's magazines Impulse Hoot and Impulse Toot. He first began illustrating children's stories with a piece in the 1989 magazine Junior Quest. Welcome, Ashok. It's great to have you on Amra Circle. Thank you, Diksha. So let's dive right in. Help me understand okay. what role books played in your life growing up and what were some of your favorite books? Okay. Uh, I, as a kid, uh, at least after I was 10, I was always seen with a book in my hand uh, and it drew a lot of complaints. You know, I was such a bookworm. Uh, I didn't go out uh, like, I mean, in those days, boys were supposed to be boys and go out and play and not sit indoors uh, reading books or drawing pictures and all that. So, um, uh, but I stuck to it. I was always seen with a book in hand. So once I discovered books, uh, uh, I was a um, voracious uh, reader or a bookworm. The haters call me a bookworm. <laughs> um, uh, so I think I can answer two questions with one example. There is a, a, a P.G. Woodhouse. He's my favorite author. And you know, uh, Woodhouse, I think uh, it has a bearing on my writing also. Uh, it, it's a very uh, peaceful world where nothing really bad happens. And uh, totally, you'll have a, uh, it's a great book. I mean, these books are great for, Woodhouse are great for bedtime. You have good dreams. You won't have nightmares, you know. 
so that actually changed my outlook on life i i, I took uh, life lightly there were complaints about that too actually you know i even now take life lightly i really believe in good things happening i i uh, the, these books have helped me build a kind of a happy eden kind of a world around me you know so books have actually uh, that way and uh, apart from that if you want to look at direct it uh, helped me become a better writer and illustrator so it, uh, directly it uh, uh, benefited me in my uh, line of work interesting and illustrations are such an important part of your books right take kajapati kulapati for example such fascinating illustrations so when you write yes. what comes first illustrations or writing <laughs> uh, uh usually it's i i i uh, not illustration i i think it's like a motion picture scenario it's like a movie so i think of scenes where something happens it's like a movie and then i translate that to but i write for this movie in my head i uh, translate them to words and uh, the illustrations come later uh, after the editing everything is done okay so how did you get started with writing for children ah uh, i actually uh, didn't uh, begin writing for children i began drawing for children in 1989 like you said no the magazine called junior quest that was my first credit as an illustrator so and why did i start writing for children i just set up shop as a freelance designer and illustrator and big people don't need pictures in the book not as much as children do so uh, more work uh, most of my work was for children because uh, children's magazines and children's book textbooks too and then a lot of textbooks uh, so Uh, children's books need pictures so i i was known as a children's illustrator the publishers knew me and then uh, uh, i began writing uh, with actually gajapati kulapati you know uh, uh, and it it was it was uh, it was i don't know it's a kind of like serendipity you know uh, i wrote that book one saturday afternoon in one hour the first book it was meant for a bookstore's uh, uh, reading session they used to read aloud uh, books for uh, children at the store yeah, it was an activity they did uh, to promote the store they would have these sessions where children used to collect and they used to read out stories so they thought why not uh, this was a tulika tulika owned a bookstore then uh, so tulika uh, the editors they thought why don't we write a story just to be read aloud instead of uh, using existing books so uh, two of us wrote stories one was sandhya rao she wrote sunu sunu the snail storm in the garden and i wrote gajapati kulapati so i didn't think uh, much about it i just wanted to write a funny story to be read aloud so it needed to have a lot of noise and action and all that. so that's how i became a writer uh, by writing gajapati kulapati <laughs> that is so fascinating i didn't know this about gajapati kulapati but that that makes sense right when you read the book it's exactly how you want a book to sound when you read it to a child these sounds are so original uh, i would like to understand how you came up with such charming and original sounds that got incorporated into the book okay i have to be fair and honest and say it's like it's uh, teamwork uh, 
you know the original gajapati kulapati which i wrote in that one hour i wrote uh, i the only major sound was that achu and that recurred in uh, throughout the book no the editor the uh, radhika menon who hits tulika uh, 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 wore an editor's hat uh, for this book so she added pajak damal uh, i don't know if the hoosh and whoosh was mine or uh, she added that to uh, this was like 20 years ago so she added the pajak and damal and then for later books i i uh, did that myself you know because it, uh, that pajak and tamal became very popular uh, not just the achu all the other sounds in the book and uh, and since pajak and tamal are very indian sounds they are not like bang or splash no so we uh, try to uh, keep indian sounds in the book like pajak and tamal i think that's what makes gajapati kulapati so special right it's so relatable when parents are reading these books to their children it's such a relatable sound and it's a fascinating sound versus a bang like you said so supposed to be like a podcast so supposed to be just uh, sound uh, just voice actually you know it happened they later decided to publish it as a book right uh, that is why it has uh, why it's easy for it to be read and all got it So when you illustrate for children what are some of the things that you keep in mind do you keep colors in mind or what guides you mm, you know it's uh, it's mostly a subconscious process uh, i i think uh, i think most illustrators function like that you know the colors and design i mean it's like riding a bicycle you know you do all that consciously the uh, when you begin doing something and then later it's all inside you and you Uh, instinctively you play it by the ear but sometimes sometimes i love uh, special requests from the publishers for example gajapati kulapati they wanted a lot of white space because even toddlers or even newborns are read to out of that book uh, uh, th- that's why the white space because they don't want clutter there they want a uh, uh, little reader to have that white space you know that's why it has lost otherwise left to me uh, to my own devices you know you know what i would do i would fill up that uh, backgrounds and all that but it was a specific uh, uh, or it was an editorial uh, dictate so uh, and sometimes they'll say can you use the limited palette meaning just four or five major colors you know a particular shade of red blue sometimes these come as specific editorial uh, request sometimes that happens uh, sometimes i decide to do this limited palette or i would try to you know once i illustrated a, a, a board book uh, a, a, for uh, bible stories for children so i wanted the tone and the look and feel to the colors so what i did i you know all these old masters paintings rubens and titian and all the, the all these biblical subjects there i picked the colors from there from those old oil paintings so to give it that kind of a feel so sometimes i do deliberate uh, color designing uh, sometimes i uh, i'm mostly it's a subconscious process so let's switch gears a little do you have any okay. advice for parents that are just beginning to read books to their children what advice do you have for them Mm, 
apart from uh, uh, advising parents to read to their children uh, i don't know what else i i think parents know best you know and i would like uh, both uh, the dads and the moms to take turns and not just one of them because then they get the benefit of two different kinds of voices and you know the, uh, a book uh, is not just the writer or the illustrator when it comes to picture book it's also the reader the reader it's not like a movie the reader i mean somebody who's reading it aloud to a child give a different dimension to it so it's a, it's a totally different entity than uh, if somebody else does it it'll be different uh, so and i would like the i think they do that already it's not like advice i think they do it so the, if they're not doing i would like the parents to have their own asides and uh, you know the uh, folk tales you know under the tree in those days we lay, uh, they used to they they'll uh, 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 what they relate stories from the ramayana mahabharata kama mythology but and now and then they will inject topical elements to it they'll uh, have something which is happening there for example now chennai is uh, going to have a, a major another uh, storm or something uh, it's going to start now and be there for the next two days so uh, you, you can incorporate that into your thing anything that's happening in the family in the house or in the neighborhood or something the child is discovering newly they can add that i think they do that already so when i do these gajapati kulapati uh, reading sessions i've done that all over the place i've done it in so many places so depending on the children I, um, so i uh, i suppose it had rained then i would say them so you, did you all get wet in this rain how how do you feel uh, would you like the sun to come out after the rain so i uh, so there'll be something topical i think Uh, and uh, i sometimes ask them riddles like when they built this big house for gajapati kulapati what is bigger than gajapati kulapati then i change tracks and ask them what is smaller than an ant's mouth what it eats so what is bigger than gajapati kulapati his house so uh, and uh, i think parents do that already you know they, uh, have all these personal aside and they personalize the story but i'm very happy that parents are reading aloud more parents are reading a lot to more children these days than before i'm very happy for that so when you said parents have to use their surroundings and sort of incorporate that into their reading do you think props help do you think they can use uh, objects lying around the house to sort of use as props and captivate children's attention yeah if they, if it uh, it's going it's probably a bonus no it'll be extra fun both for the parents and the child so if they Uh, uh, like to do that, they can do that. So, in your opinion, what I would really like to understand is how you think children benefit from reading or being read to. Okay, uh, the benefits are like uh, numerous. One is the bonding, uh, parent and child. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, children don't always remember the the heavy. Uh, Uh, expenses uh, incurred uh, uh, for their upbringing, you know, uh, like school fees or uh, so much trouble their parents went. They remember these little things. They remember the vacations. They remember the uh, bedtime story sessions. Uh, uh, I mean, they are grateful that they had those. Uh, the, these are the warm memories they have. So that 
it, uh, th that is one benefit. Uh, second is language. Uh, language and uh, the actual directly um, uh, becoming uh, better no? uh, with words and communication and all that. So uh, uh, that is that. I mean, I'm just uh, stating the obvious uh, benefits. And then uh, uh, there is, uh, you know, there is a good chance. You know, when I was a kid, uh, I read so much, uh, so much because the TV time was limited, uh, movie time was limited. So I had very few distractions. So I don't feel very proud of having been a reader then. But if a child is a reader now, the parent is to be appreciated. You know, so uh, uh, reading uh, allowed books or reading to children will make the children be better readers. You know, it's like uh, uh, all these, even like these bad habits like drinking. Because, uh, people drink because they associate it with the good, uh, the good times they had before. So reading can be addictive uh, if they associate it with good times in the childhood. So, so that way it's a good addiction. Um, so these are a few obvious examples of the benefits of bedtime, especially bedtime. I mean, they can do it anytime uh, when parents read books out to the children. But what you said about books being a fond memory is, is true. I remember the books I read when I was five years old, right? Um, thank you so much for, for giving us your time. It was such a pleasure having you on Amra Circle. Thank you, Diksha. It was my pleasure too. No, I hope it's visible. Uh, it was my pleasure and honor too. Thank you very much. Listeners, thank you for listening to this conversation with Ashok Rajkopalan. If you have further questions on books for children or anything else child development and parenting related, you can DM us on Instagram and we'll be sure to address these questions in our future episodes. Amra is a parent and childcare brand focused on creating an environment that will help children thrive and parents find their support system.